Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. Oppress. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on Christmas movie messages that resonate with us and much, much more. Prayers was popping, baby. Uh, Jules, a lot of snow, man. I hope I'm not trapped out here in St. Louis, bro. I Ooh. came out here for the bragging rights game last night. I don't know got that ass whooped. And I got a five-hour drive Damn. back to Chicago ahead of me, son. Mm. Well, Prayers, I just want you to be careful coming home. It's... It's nasty out, but uh, we got good. We got a good system here, as far as the plowing and dropping the salt. So, man, you experienced driver, brother. But man, my prayers are with you on your way back home. Pop in that. Uh, get your your Christmas list playlist ready. Get you some snacks, something to drink, and, <laughs> and, and just cruise it on in, man. Yes, sir, man. I got uh, I got like about ten bottles of water on deck. Uh, I got some. Some sunflower seeds, because that's what I like to snack on, man, when I'm on them long trips. Man, I got a whole bunch of sunflower seeds ready. There'll be okay. shells everywhere. Don't drive behind me, y'all. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> said, don't drive behind me. Man, I'll be, hey, you know what? Probably help uh, help that ice on the, on, the, uh, on the street. See? See? Look at me over there doing God's work. <laughs> man, how's everything going on with you, my guy? Man, I'm, uh, man, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm just... With the doing these shows, I'm feeling good and festive and knocking this Christmas list out the way. And you know, the wife went Christmas uh grocery shopping to get the food and getting getting geared up for the holidays. And, and you know, I got a little little bad news that kind of just 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 rocked my world. And and I was like, dang yo, you know, one of one of uh, you know, a friend of mine's man, uh Elena, man, she you know, she took herself out, man. She, I guess, was going through some things, and man, and just, it just, it just hit, it just hit home, man. So, so I'm just praying for her family and and the and the department's family, and you know, myself. I mean, I, like, prayers. We've been on this since day one, since we started this podcast, as far as mental illness and you know, people, you know, not finding a way out, another solution, but to you know, take their own life and just. And you just hear something like this, and just still, you just can't can't understand it. So, so man, I'm 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 good, but man, man, it's just just life in general, man. Just just kick you right in the ass when you know when we out there, we out there feeling good and, and, and living good, and then get some news that kind of just just 
take you two steps back and you're just like, man, what the hell? So some things I'm just just grateful that I'm still here. You know, you still here, family and friends and you know, just appreciate the ones that's still here. To the point that you made about this, the point of our show, you're right. I mean, we've been trying to shine a light on mental health, mental illness, the whole time we've been on this on this platform. And it's it's tough, man, every time you hear these stories. We've talked about so many stories. You shared their story with Elena. One of the young kids that I mentor, I found out on Wednesday he tried to take his life. You know, so it's man. just so many things out here that people are dealing with. And out of respect for him, I'm not going to really go into right. it too much. Mm -hmm. But I would just say, man, I've had conversations with the family. I've had conversations with him. He's in my thoughts. You know what I mean? And I just hope mm -hmm. that he continues to get the resources that are available to him. And he knows that there's a whole army of people that are with him. And I think oh, that yes, sometimes sir. life, man, it's just, it, it gets tough. And mm -hmm. I, I tell so many times about some of the struggles that I've had. And thank God it didn't get to that point where I thought of doing something like that. This is this holiday season. Jules, I talked about how I was struggling to get into the spirit. And I guess one of the reasons why it's tough for me to even get into the spirit is because when I think about Christmas, I think about so many people out here in the streets that I see that are homeless. I know so many people personally that did not have a good 2022. So many people that have gotten themselves into a lot of debt, you know, trying to do things for their, their families. And sometimes, honestly, man, I, st I start to feel guilty about the life that I have. And I know I work hard and all that kind of stuff, but hey, other people work hard too. And so sometimes, man, it's just tough for me to be over here buying all these gifts and doing this and doing that. And then you look around and you see some people that's like, man, uh, you know, that sucks for that person, right? And it's just, that's why I've been struggling because I'm not a selfish cat. And it's just tough that you see people that are good people that are just out here struggling. And I don't know, man, and, and so many people are, are, are taking their lives. So many people are suffering in silence. You know what I mean? There's people amongst us. We have even probably more people in our lives, Jules, that we have no idea what they're going through, the trials and tribulations that they feel. And so that's why this time of year has been a little heavy on me. And mm. I'm trying really hard because, like you said, doing these episodes, it helps. But, you know, we only record once a week for an hour a week. Right. We got to right. go back out there in their world to have the podcast. <laughs> Dude, like I said, man, life. <laughs> just like man oh man but I, i'll tell you this the audience just remember man there's somebody in life that cares we're gonna pick up the vibes around here because we got a, a jam-packed show for you guys i listened to a letter for this week and this one here mm. is a doozy jules mm. <laughs> but hey prayers i tell you one thing i really appreciate the listening letters but my god <laughs> my God! Man. Well, what you say? You said this hey. will sound like you. You said this will sound like something straight out of a movie. <laughs> and you're like, not making fun. We just—it's a lot. There's a lot of levels to your letter. So, audience, without my. further ado, yeah, yeah. Okay. This letter comes over from Yolanda, and Yolanda says to us, "Jewels and Prince, I've been divorced for four years, and my seven-year-old son is now caught up in a dysfunctional mess between me, his dad." who was also my ex-husband, and my sister. She said, after my divorce, I found that my younger sister was having an affair with my husband. Throughout the divorce, she was my rock, 
and I turned to her for advice since she had been divorced years prior. She said all the signs were there, actually, that they could have been messing around. But I was going through hell at the time, so I didn't pay close attention. She said my younger sister is now considering moving in with my ex-husband, and my son has been telling me that he sees TT in bed with daddy, and it's seven. She said I have gone off on both of them, and I have cut off contact with my sister. I absolutely do not want her around my son going forward. This situation is beyond painful for me, and I'm getting really close to approaching the court and asking that my ex-husband have supervised visitation with my son. She says, I can't wrap my head around how both of them could do something like this to me. I am lost, and I am hurt. She said, jewels and prayers, am I overreacting, or am I justified in my feelings towards this situation? Man, hell no. First of all, Prez, man, with this one here, it's like your sister and your ex. Or why you was why you was with your with your guy, your sister right. then, then crept in. And 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 first of all, what kind of sister, first of all, what kind of husband is this? And second, what kind of sister is this? You know what I'll do, simply put. Simply put, what I will do, you you you'll be the one who will keep your son, have your son full time, and like he'll just have the I mean the ex husband will just have visitation rights, the father will just have visitation rights, and that'll be it. And then probably you probably can stipulate not at the house, but at like a uh, at a uh, outside event rather than the house. I'm pretty sure you can. I'm pretty sure you can do something like that. Yeah, she can. Okay, so uh, that that's that's that right there, prayers. I can't wrap my hand head around that. That is just terrible. I feel my prayers go for Yolanda because that right there, it, you have to, you know, unfortunately live with this for the you know for the rest of your life. But you know what? In time, time heals all wounds. I know that, but without a shadow of doubt, and you're going to get better. You're going to move on. You're going to find somebody else who truly care about you and be with you. And, and that's for you. And this is just going to be a memory right here. But for right now, get residential, get uh, residential custody. You'll be the, you know, the parent that going to have your son, you know, majority of the time. And he'll just have uh, visitation rights and just leave, you know, I, I'll leave your sister alone and him alone. There's nothing to discuss about, not unless it's just only with the kid. And that's it. So that's easier said than done. Well, true. Well, well, true. Well, true. If if this husband is now being um, disrespectful enough to still carry on with this situation, and now he's exposing his son to this, so the problem for me is the kid. Now, whatever happens between consented adults, whether it's morally wrong, that's for everybody else out here to have their opinions about that. I don't really get involved in all that, but when you got this baby involved, this seven-year-old kid. That's confusion. He's probably wondering, why the hell is my aunt in bed with my father? My mm. mom used to be in bed with my father. What is going on? This ain't right. I mean, the kid has to be feeling like, what's this about? Seven years old, trying to figure that out. You don't ever put your kid in a situation like that. The father is wrong for that. The auntie is wrong right. for that. You are right. not overreacting whatsoever. Right. Whatsoever. And to, to Jules' point, I would definitely go to the courts. I would definitely, because you probably already have, you know, custody of him primarily of, of your son. But what I would do is put a stipulation in there that visitation takes place outside of his residence. If he's going to move that person in, in the home, 
then the visitation has to take place elsewhere, and she's not allowed to have contact with your son because you've cut off contact. Now, Jules, you are in law enforcement. I don't know how it works with restraining orders or orders of protection, but is she able to do something like that with the sister and also attach the son to that? I don't know, but that's something I'm wondering as well. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, she can because if he have if they have it set up where where he had visitation rights outside the home, well, there'll be no need for the auntie to have any type of uh any type of uh, talk or 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 uh be around the son uh her her nephew and so yeah yeah she can she can do that where no contact order uh with 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 her son because it, it would have been a little difficult if he was going to the house but you can also put stipulations too on that where they don't have to be in the same room or wherever the case may be but it, it'll just be easier outside the house and then you can put order protection where you have no no contact whatsoever with the uh with the with her son yeah but i, I like i said yolanda i i think that's probably about the best advice you're not overreacting in mm -hmm. fact she your, your mm -hmm. first reaction is the best reaction i go to the courts let them do that work for you i love the fact that you cut off the relationship with that person because she was never for you you know she's fake being your rock she probably was trying to get inside information on Whatever. You never know what she was doing with that information that y'all were having those private conversations about. It just goes to show you, man, that you can't really never trust people too much. Your own damn sister. Man, that's crazy out here. It's crazy. Man, it's I, already I, enough you got to watch your significant other around all these vultures out here in these streets. But damn, I can't bring you home around my family? Sheesh. It's crazy. Man, crazy. Listen, man, this, this is how you see these stories when people be getting hurt. Yeah. I mean, uh, that, that, that auntie... Now you out here playing with fire. Ooh. Ooh you messy as hell, girl. You are messy as hell. Yeah, that they're gonna move in. Talk about moving, moving in. What? Press, that's, that's the thing that, you can't make this that shit up. Me. No. That, that's the thing that, that's the thing that get me. Okay, you, you you got caught doing this, but then you're gonna keep on with it. Right. And like, yeah, I'm gonna move in, like, like, oh man, forget this girl feeling. My I, sister at that. My sister. Right. This ain't no friend. Uh, this ain't no acquaintance. Right. This ain't no co-worker. This is your damn sister. This is blood. Good Lord. Good Lord. Right, yeah, Yolanda, please. You need to talk to somebody. Not a sister, apparently. But you need to talk to somebody right. about this situation. I hear you say that you're lost and you're hurt. Outside of that situation with your son, I hope that you're going to therapy to work through this because I won't want you to internalize these things. You, this is not on you. You didn't cause this situation. These are two people that are the file. It's not on you. Mm -hmm. And I know you're probably sitting there like, why me? Why did I deserve this? You didn't deserve this. He's a trash human. Your ex-husband is right. a trash human. Point blank. Yeah, you said it best there, Perez. That That's just some... <laughs> but... I leave all the leave all them alone. Put all them in your rear view, and just keep <laughs> man. Just keep just keep moving forward. Like, ooh, but that that's rough. That's that that is rough. That is rough. Try to focus on having a good holiday with your son. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. This is his season. You know what I mean? And I'm sure he's excited. I'm sure you probably spoiled the hell out of him. Got him a bunch of shit. So try to focus on that. And maybe let the drama pass to after the first of the mm -hmm. year. But when 2023 roll around, you fucking go after mm. his ass. Get his ass in the court 
and you take control oh, yeah. over this situation, Yolanda. Yes, yes, I'm clean house. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. We ain't playing no games. Hey, listen, if you need more questions answered on that situation, inbox us. Hey, Jules, law enforcement. I have a ton of friends in mm -hmm. the legal in the legal realm. We got you. Trust me. So don't you worry. Because that dude, he needs to get what's coming to him. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about you don't do that kind of shit and you involve your son in it. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't like that shit. That shit's messy. It's tacky. It's ignorant. What kind of father are you, man? Like, what else are you exposing this baby to? Man, it's, hey, these letters, man. I'm like, God, man, y'all. Can somebody write us a letter where it's something positive, man? These letters, man, God damn. There's so much man. crazy shit going on out here, Jules. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, wait. Did anybody out here that's listening to this show, did anybody adopt some puppies? Like, can, can we get one of them letters? He said adopt some puppies. <laughs> yeah, like I adopt some puppies and one of them just keep uh, <laughs> just keep tearing up my shoe or something, man. Like, oh, okay, well. <laughs> yeah, something lighthearted. Give me something like that. Yeah. keep trying to go to the Christmas tree. He likes the lights. Right. You know. I'm just messing yeah. with y'all. Y'all can write with, about whatever you all want to. We just, mm -hmm. I just, man, these letters though, man, it's just, it just goes to show you, Jules, that, boy, man, some of the stories that you see in the news, and you're like, man, how'd that situation turn dark like that? And then I read these letters, and I'm like, well, shit, I have to see how it starts. Let's be holding on to these fucking thoughts and feelings. So I'm glad that these people are writing in and, and asking questions, because at least they get this shit off their chest. That is one good thing, right, Press? Absolutely right, because by writing it and, and reaching out and, and and that's another way of like like releasing it and also getting feedback from people, you know, at, uh, with different different perspectives. So, so man, that's 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 one, you know, you know, that's that's a great thing, you know, that's a good thing. And for any of our listeners that heard our episode where we had the young lady that was laid off from her job. And she moved in with the boyfriend mm -hmm. and he'd been kind of giving her flack. She wrote in an update and she said she moved out and basically told that dude deuces. And good for her. You know what yeah. I mean? And she said, hey, you guys' words gave me the strength. But she said, you know, a part of me was not strong. She said, I was letting this man manipulate me. You know, she's like, it's making me feel like I was less than. And she said, you guys gave me the strength to say, you know what? Fuck that. Oh, man. Damn. And I, and I hope and I hope she's good. You know, she said that she moved in with a with a with a cousin or something like that. And I said, okay, just you know, mm -hmm. you know, make sure you know you and the cousin got, got a game plan. The cousin ain't tripping. You know what I mean? And and obviously, right. if, when you get back on your feet, don't let this dude creep back in because he seems like he one of them type of cats. Man, right? You ain't kidding. <laughs> yeah, do be like a makeup breakup type thing, but um. Man, oh, man, press, but that like, feels good, like, though. He, he, you know what, Jules? He see like one of them cats. When you're down, he don't want nothing to do what you do. When you back up there, he talking about something. Man, I was just thinking about you. Mm -hmm. What you been doing? Hey, hey, right. Hey. Boy, them goofy-ass motherfuckers. You know, it was, you know, I was just tripping, man. I, my, You know, I got a lot of stuff in my head. <laughs> right. I wasn't tripping. I really want you back. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really oh, about man. the bills. It was just me, man. I was just on some bullshit. Right. No, you was just a bullshit-ass type of dude. But anyway. Right. I already right. said enough about him. People are already just like, damn, prayers. They're like, but did you know this woman? Because they're like, you went in on this ass. I listen, I don't, I don't like cats <laughs> like that. Jules, you know how I, you know what I yeah. stand for. I don't, I don't yeah. respect that type of shit. No, I get you. Be a man.
but yeah. but I, I I'm glad I'm glad that she she wrote us and I'm glad that she listened to it and I'm glad she it helped her firm opinion and she get strong where she made a decision and and moved out man I feel good about that man I do too you know people gotta do what's best for them you don't need to be in those situations that's making you feel um, you don't need to be in a situation that don't make you feel better that don't elevate you that don't make you feel like you can do anything in this world how are you gonna be in a down situation and you got somebody that's also further dumping on you. You ain't going to never get out of your rut. You ain't going to never get out of that mindset. You know what I'm saying? We talk about protecting your energy, protecting your mental health. Well, shit, that's what she did. She was like, oh, fuck this. I'm doing all this shit for this dude behind the scenes, and he going to sit up here and come at me like that? All right, bet. And see, so you know mm. what? He going to miss her more than she going to miss his bomb oh, ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. He's going to be looking around. This motherfucker probably sitting up here eating fucking takeout every day. He's in a dirty-ass house and clothes and shit ain't washed. This certain, That man's over there right now going through it. So it is what it is. His business probably falling apart, too. All that shit she was doing mm-hmm. for him. See? People don't know what they have, Jules, until it's gone. Until it's gone. Man, that saying there is so true. Man, we got somebody good, man. You know, she coming in and talking about she cooking and cleaning and helping helping him out his business and taking getting him straight. Ooh, okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know what? And it goes both ways because a lot of times us guys we complain. Oh man, sometimes it's women out here that they're gold diggers, and sometimes these women out here they they want to take from you when you're trying to build. But sometimes us men do that shit to ourselves because we'll have the one that's in the trenches with us. You'll have the one that's in the gym with you taking them jumpers. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you'll train them in. You'll get rid of them for some Instagram chick. They don't give a fuck about you. She's right. in it for what's in the best interest for her. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's my thing is sometimes us guys, man, we got to be, we got to make better decisions. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Man, because it's hard to find one that is willing to be there with you when, hey, I know things ain't going a certain type of way, but I'm here with you, right? Every man and woman, you need that rock beside you. When the whole world around you feels like, oh, shit, everything, I'm not on any sort of steady ground. You look over to the left, you look over to the right, you're like, nah, he or she's right there next to me. I'm good. So what it's all Man. about. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. All right, Jules. So some things that people want us to get into. Obviously, okay. Harvey Weinstein, right? His mm. creepy ass self. Mm. <laughs> I want to disgrace. I want. <laughs> I Do we really need that Walker? Well, who knows? He ain't need no I'm Walker sorry. when he was doing that nonsense. <laughs> Right when he's when he when he when he's putting that little ass dick on people, he ain't need no walker in. Oh damn! No, nah. and, and I'm just gonna say this, Jules, about this situation with him. He's been found guilty. Mm-hmm. And the sickening part about this whole situation with him is how he used his Hollywood influence to lure people into these private meetings. Like so, everybody, you know, they'll talk rightfully so about the things that R. Kelly has done, right? You know, and, and I agree, you know, R. Kelly was a monster to women. But I look at Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. I'm looking at the things that he did, and I'm like, all right, man, you over here promising people, oh, I'm going to get you into this movie, I'm going to get you into this role, 
But you got to have this private meeting with me. And then he's assaulting these women. It's just like, I, I never will wrap my head around Jules how you gonna feel good about a sexual act with somebody that they did it because they didn't want to. They did it because you promised them something. Or in some cases, they did it under duress. You put that pressure right, on them. Right. Or in other cases, you raped them. I will never understand how somebody can feel good about that shit. Some people will sit here and tell me, oh, prayers is all about power for those people. I don't know how you feel powerful. How you powerful? You know... Right there, it's like, yeah, I'm the boss, and this is what you want. I can give you this if you only if you do this. And see, the thing is, we all have to answer to somebody. And if you sit up here, first of all, you're 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 a garbage human being for that. You're in a position where you can hire actresses and actresses and and off their talents or what they bring to your movie. There's a certain look or whatever the case may be. But in order to get this role, you must perform this or or whatever the case may be. And it's, it's sickening. And that's what the problem is in this world. You get a lot of people in these powerful positions want to, you know, people trying to come up, man. You know, people trying to, trying to fulfill their dreams and their destinies and their visions. But, you know, you, you get to a spot Oh, I'm gonna go to audition. I got the the the, the, the producer or, or the owner or whatever the case may be to say, hey, yeah, come in, come in and 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 let me read a script, sing a song, whatever. But their attention is to yeah, get you in the sack or you perform, you know, different type of uh, acts. You're not going. Ryan says he's getting what he deserves. You don't do that to people, man. For for anybody, you, we're all human beings. We're all trying to come up. We, we you know we. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. That's that's just. It, it's just it just it makes me mad, Prez. Really. Well, just have good intentions, right? Yeah, have right. Good intentions. Think about this, Jules. When me building Chicago State of Mind, I work with male. I work with females. I work with so many different people: videographers, photographers, reporters, writers. And people are coming to me. They're like, "Hey, I like what you guys are building over here. I want to be a part of it." I'm not sitting over here looking at somebody like, well, what you going to do for me? Like, that's right. some weirdo-ass behavior. Like, I, I just don't, I don't understand people to think like that. That's the thing where it's just no. really crazy to me. He's over here ruining people's lives, and he ain't think shit about it because he got his dick sucked. Mm -hmm. Right. I hope somebody <laughs> in there raping the shit out of you in prison right now. That's what I really hope. It, dude, it's... You don't really need that, Walker. Right. <laughs> Boy, you're a fool, boy. <laughs> boy, you're a fool. <laughs> Ooh, shit. Yeah, yeah, he gonna need that and, and much more. And, um, uh, dude, people think they gonna get away with this. And no, it's gonna, it, you're gonna get caught up. Things, things always come out, man. You do people wrong, it's gonna come back on you tenfold. You know what they say about karma. Oh, it come back and it hit man. you hard. Man, so this world, we don't need more people like we don't need people like Weinstein or or anybody else. We won't but that 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 acts in this way. We don't need that, man. Man, you know, that's a problem with this world. 
you know, get garbage people in positions where, you know, they feel like, you know, you're nothing but peasants and you're trying to get what I get or you're trying to get fame and successful and here's what you got to do to get it. And think it's okay. No, you're in a position to do something positive. You know, if the per if actors or actors or whatever the case may be needs, uh, you know, uh, uh, coaching or do it this way, or I'm not talking about Forrest, the, the scene, the scene, the, the, the acting scene, you know, do it this way or do it that way. You know, you build that person up. You know, work on their craft so they can be better. They can be better in their in their in their art, not just you know give a person a, a position to, you know because they you know they give some brains or something, man. Eh? Happy holidays, there, Weinstein. Uh, you you're gonna need it up in that boy, <laughs> man. It just it just goes to show you that there's people like him and and um, Jeffrey Epstein that uh, just thought of their power and influence. Mm -hmm would allow the people to excuse their awful behavior. That's not the way this shit works. You know what I mean? Mm -mm. And mm -mm. I get so sick and tired. And this is, I'm not just saying about this situation. I'm sick and tired of people excusing bad behavior by just saying, oh, that's just the way it is. They'll try to say, oh, that's just how Hollywood was. You know, if you wanted to park, you had to right, pay the piper, right. right? I'm sure that mm -hmm. it was probably like that in the 70s and 80s. This is 2022, about to be 2023. Right. People need to be getting parts because they're talented. Right. And then the other thing I was going to say, Jules, and I get sick and tired of people using excuses by people that have bad behavior. Oh, they didn't know any better. Or they are racist or they say racist things because that's just what they were taught. Uh, they, they don't have the knowledge. Well, what do I always mm. say about that, Jules? There ain't no goddamn excuse. In 2022, mm -hmm. you don't have a computer? You don't have a phone? You can't learn? I mean, you know what's good. You know what's right and wrong. But you get my point is that we got to <laughs> stop it with the excuse of that's just the way it is or that's just Hollywood. Fuck right. that. No excuses. Oh, man, that's Hollywood. And now you can have that. I just, just picture I'm going up into a meeting like, yeah, yeah, if you want this part, you got to do this, Jules. Huh? Man. <laughs> yeah, all right. But it happens. And it's, like you said, <laughs> man, it's 22 too. Man, give me all my merits, man. But you want me to do some favors for you? Hey, come on, man. Mm-mm. Like, be like, Jules, put on this fire hat and, and put the new <laughs> jumper jacks. I'd be like, what the heck? Naked? Did, what the hell? And did, did, did five minutes later, you like, was 100 jumper jacks enough or do you need me to do more? <laughs> oh, man. man. <laughs> it's hard to keep this fire hat on. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. I, boy, I'll be out there so fast, boy. <laughs> and honest, I'm not saying that to make uh, any sort of light of right. the witnesses. That's just a little crack vigils. But no, I honestly, uh, when it comes to these situations, I hope that we continue to root this type of behavior. Not only just out of Hollywood, just in general. Like, <laughs> we, we try to force people to act just because you've done something for them. How come you just can't do something for people? I had to kind of see your heart because you want exactly. to see people succeed. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Shit, I get more satisfaction out of seeing somebody that's, oh man, like I, I didn't have this opportunity until you guys gave us this opportunity. Dude, that's, that's all the things I need. Like, first of all, you got to do a good job for us. But then secondly, the appreciation and knowing that you're helping somebody further their career. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. That's all I need. That's all I need. And we need to get back to that in general. Like people, if you listen to this show and you do things for people with conditions, you got to stop that. You do out of the goodness of your heart. I always tell people this, Jules, with the holidays. 
I don't buy Christmas gifts expecting something to return. Mm-hmm. Never been that way. If I get you something, it's because this is me saying, hey, this is something I just observed in my head from conversations that we've had over the year that I know you're probably not going to do it for yourself. Here it is. I'm not sitting over here give, give, giving to get a return. No, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. But we need to just get back to that idea in general. Like, we, we get to this point where it's like everybody's always expecting someone to do something in return. Why? I'm sure it may be nice to get a Christmas gift, but I don't want people going into debt for one day. Right. One you know day. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then with this situation here, just have a big heart. Just help other people. Guys like Epstein, Weinstein, man, I mean, I hope that we continue to root these people out of the world because these people are scumbags. They're evil. Well, Epstein already gone. But right. right. Yeah. People are evil. Yeah. They're evil. Epstein was evil. His girl Maxwell, she was evil. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we keep rooting these people out because this shit is insane. It's crazy. And I just feel bad for the women that went through that shit. Because they'll never be the same again. Never be the same again after you go through some situation like that. It's horrible. I was looking at some of the testimony and the things that the women were saying. And I'm also looking at the fact that so many other women didn't even have the strength to testify. Because you know how that shit goes. I mean, look at what's going on with Megan Thee Stallion right now, right? You're mm. a victim of a crime. I mean, you're 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 a victim to yeah. to an incident, and then the whole world's mm. got something to say about you. Now, this woman got shot in her foot or That's whatever crazy. happened there, right? Right. Now people over here telling us, "Oh, she slept with this person. She slept with that person. She slept with this person." Irrelevant. What the hell, what the hell that guy do with this woman being it's shot irrelevant. in her foot? Right. That's when the lawyer, that's when the lawyer, uh, uh, you know, say objection, relevance. She can sleep with a hundred more, but it doesn't matter. She got shot in the foot. Let's keep back. Let's keep back on why we're here. The trial is not her sleeping with dudes. The trial is, the, the, the case is, you know, she got shot in the foot. Who shot Megan in the foot? Yeah. Who shot her? <laughs> that's that, that's, who shot her? Now, it's only a few people in that car. Mm-hmm. And we keep hearing different stories. Dude, this this scenario, this situation, it was reminding me, and this is old school as hell, Jules. I don't know if you remember okay. that show, Dallas, but I used to watch that show with my mom's back in the day. Well, <laughs> yes. Who shot JR? Yes. That's what the hell who this shit is turning into. <laughs> Damn, that's a good one, Prince. That's a good one. Like, what the hell is going on here, bro? One situation, we're hearing Tory did it. Now we're hearing somebody else did it because it was bad. What? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And also the common denominator. Why is a Jenner or a Kardashian always involved in this bullshit? They leaving party at, at Kylie right. Jenner's crib. There's always some Kardashian yep. Jenner shit. I try to tell y'all, man, people need to stay away from these people. Nothing good comes from being around them. I think they're going to be wrapping up pretty soon with this case. I mean, because it's, it's not really much. You know, you got the bodyguard missing. He's a key witness. You got uh, old girl Harris. She's pleading the fifth. She ain't She's talking. pleading the fifth. Yep, yep. Yeah, you know, you do get gun gun uh gunshot residue on Tory and uh and on Harris. Uh but Harris is saying um they get her on I think text uh uh Megan's uh manager saying that you know Tory shot Megan uh said dance bitch, you know, and all that. So it I mean, like I said, Prince, it's you only have a few people that's there. You got Tory with the with with the pipe and all that. So you got 
you know, things in the background, emails and texts and uh, coming out and for saying, you know, this would happen. So um, I feel it might be guilty on Tory's part, maybe. I'm not sure. I really didn't go into deep with it, but with the stuff I've read and, you know, it doesn't look good for him. But well, who knows? Well, what, well, one thing, Jules, is what it just been so much misinformation out there. But what I saw was that Lays did test positive for gunshot residue. Right. So, from your viewpoint of law enforcement, doesn't yeah. that point to potentially the, he was the the what? guy that the fired the gun? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They also yeah, said so. the same thing about Harris. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, we don't know because the gun, the the that power, that gas spread. So we don't know if he was if she was standing by him, and while he was shooting, you know, some of that gas got on her clothes as well, her hands as well, you know. Because what my thing is, you know, we all know that they was everybody messing around. They got into it heated, you know, everybody messing around with each other. She she sleeping with him, he she sleeping with him, and so that 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 what what, what probably sparked everything. With with Tori's, you know, I mean that's a hell of a story when. Harris said, yeah, Tori was like, yeah, dance, be dance. Why shoot? Shooting at the ground. Well, it, it, it makes everything, you can see it, it's possible because, well, she got hit in her foot. Mm -hmm. And first of all, Megan, you know, she didn't really trust the law enforcement because it was, it was during the George Floyd uh, riots and protests. So she didn't, uh, she, she state, made a statement, I think it was Gail King, she told that she didn't, she, she, she was afraid that Tori might get, uh, killed or herself or whatever the case may be if she called the police uh if i'm not mistaken uh so she said she stepped on some glass well she the doctors did in fact you know confirm that she did get shot there was some fragments in her foot so that's that ruled that 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 out so she did get shot so he did was was uh had, he did have guns to, uh residue on it dansby hitting the ground, you know, you see, yeah, I mean, so you see in the movies, press when like, yeah, dead, like Westerns or whatever, yeah, dance partner or whatever, and they start shooting right. the ground and you see dude hopping up and down. So you can, with the story, if you read and, and listen to the testimony, you can picture in your head like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you can, you can see how that happened. But, you know, what's messing it up because there's a lot of misinformation, you got bodyguards yep. that's missing or girls not testifying. You know, Megan's flip flopping. So that's a, so now that's why we're in court trying to piece all this thing together, like get to the bottom, like who shot Megan. And I think the bigger problem is the fact that you have so many people that are notable hip hop names that are calling Megan into question. I'm not going to say their names on this show, but all this, you guys do right, a quick right. Google search, you'll see what's out there. And I think that also helps with the misinformation and also in the, in the court of public opinion. Everybody mm -hmm. out here is painting Megan like she did something wrong here. And I'm like, well, if she had bullet fragments taken out her feet, if she has nerve damage in her feet, did she shoot her own self in the foot? No. Someone shot her. Right. Someone shot her. Right. So why are we blaming her? Why are we talking about her sexual partners? None of that shit matters. That's the thing. It's like, man, we get the morality police out here and everybody worried about what this person doing. I'm like, because she slept with X amount of people, she deserved to be shot. That, that don't make no sense to me. Right. What they got to do with anything? You, you victimize the victim. That's just exactly think what, what she's going through. You know, just think what she's going through. Like, hey, man, I'm thinking these people are my friends and they're not. Or or what kind of society that hip, that the circle in, in the community she's in where 
she gets shot, but she's doing the right. I mean, let me let's be honest. I mean, if I get shot, I'm gonna do the right thing. Oh no, we'll put dude behind jar or a girl behind bars. I want, you know, I want justice. But because she wants justice, or you know, a lot of people who's probably siding with Tory was like, oh man, you know, they calling her out, calling her names, and then, but no, she got shot. Let's not <laughs> hello, let's keep, let's keep, keep, let's keep it on. I got shot. So I don't get what, you know what? I'm glad that they're saying what they're saying and she she's seeing this. So now it makes her move a certain way when all this is over. But she also, I guess the, the last thing that I have on this one, Jules, is she may feel differently than I do, but I always like to know who's actually riding with me. See, when you are facing right. like this type of right. adversity, you know the people that was always in your corner. If you got somebody around you that ain't really in your corner, man, the first sign of any little thing, man, they'll turn on you in a heartbeat. Well, guess what? Thank you for showing me who you are. Thank you. And, right. and I think that Megan should really be taking note right now of the people that out here that she probably thought in the industry were her friends. There's a lot of them folks out here, they throw it under the bus and said all these kind of things about her. And I've always, I've always withheld judgment on this situation, Jules, because it was so much misinformation out there it was so much like wait right. that was weird wait why is this person not talking where's the bodyguard so i'm like mm -hmm. will we ever know what the hell happened <laughs> who should make it? <laughs> it's gonna be it's my friends it's only there's only a few people that can do it <laughs> Who shot jr man it's only and then, Prez, I'm trying to remember who did shot JR. Was it the was it the ex-wife? I, I forgot, man. I, it's been so long ago. Ah, you know what? I gotta look that up now. I gotta look that up when we get off, man. <laughs> Wasn't it Kristen? Uh oh, goodness. Kristen Shepard. I thought she was the character that actually shot him. I'm trying to think what she what she played. Is is it his wife, his sister? Or sister-in-law. I, I mean, that, that show is a little bit behind. I mean, that show, there's some people that are like, good Lord, y'all. Y'all <laughs> You know, I got to ask my mom, because she was big on, <laughs> on Dallas. Yeah, man, see what mom thinks. But I thought for sure I, that it was I, that Kristen chick. Okay. Yeah. I forgot, man. But it was a whole list of... Uh, Whole list of uh, fucking suspects. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I remember. And I remember they had a thing, like, who shot JR? And it like, could have been the brother. It could have been the uh, the mom or other type of oil, uh, oil executives. Man, that was... Well, that was the show back then. Well, that was the show. Because the Kristen chick, wasn't she, like, his sister-in-law? I think he was, like, having an affair with her. It's, and I thought mm. it might have been her. But man, I don't know that okay. to be hundred percent facts. But I thought, from what I remember, that was a sister-in-law, and I know they, were, okay. they they had a little thing going. I think it was her. Okay, okay, but, okay. But ask, but ask Mama, see what she said. We're gonna yeah. have an update for y'all on the next show. <laughs> and then, and then we hope we have an update with, with Megan too. Like who shot Megan too? Well, we will probably find out about uh, who shot Jr. way before we we'll find out about who shot Megan. <laughs> Yeah, everybody keeping the tight lip, man. <laughs> they definitely are, Jules. They definitely are. Hmm. One other story that I want to touch on, man, before we end the show with some good vibes here about Christmas. Formula One. 
Mm. Jules, they've gone out and they have banned their drivers or speaking out on activism and other religious type matters. What they have to do is they have to get written or advanced permission before they can post or display any of those type of messages. And I'm like, man, in in the age of freedom speech, you got Elon Musk out here buying Twitter because he's like, hey, freedom of speech, freedom of speech. And you got an organization like Formula One that could just go out here and tell people Oh, you need permission before you can speak uh, freely, uh, being a part of this organization. I don't get that one, Jules. No, no, Prince. The thing is with me, you mess me up when you say you need uh, permission. I understand there's a business. Like, I'm in a business where in law enforcement, we can't, we can't disclose, we can't promote no type of political views or anything while we're in uniform. Okay, fine. I can do it outside of uniform. Mm-hmm. Now, Formula One, that's your that's your business. You have the right. But when you talk about you need permission, like for me, bro, either it is or you, or you can or you can't. Now, if I have to go to you and ask, hey, can I get, eh, eh that's why I'm like, mm. now, if you give me a rule, say, hey, you can't do this while you work it, while you driving, but you can do it in your personal time. Cool. I know the rules. Since I know the rules, I can I can always finagle stuff. So. They can do it because it's, it's their it's their it's their business, but I would I would handle it a different way. I the the, the permission part for me, press is what what really what really turned me off on this one. Well, I mean, first of all, I'm a grown ass human being out here in this mm-hmm. world where freedom of speech should be a thing. You know, like that's what I said. I feel like people they skirt around this whole idea of freedom of speech and they they want to use it in the wrong terms. For me. There's a difference between freedom of speech and hate speech. Mm-hmm. Now, with this situation here, they want all of their drivers to be neutral so everything that's going on in the world. So straight down the middle. And if it's a non-neutral stance, you got to get permission. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to me, Jules, of why did this come into effect? What, what, what happened in Formula One that you would think that they would do something like this? Well, we all know. They have an African-American British driver who's one of the best drivers in their sport. Mm-hmm. Lewis. He wore, Yeah, Lewis Hamilton. He won. I mean, mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton has worn shirts supporting Breonna Taylor. He has worn mm-hmm. shirts about Black Lives Matter. He's worn shirts about the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. All this guy's done is try to shine a light on some topics in this world that needed a light shine on them. There's been other drivers that have worn shirts. That have been a part of uh, that have been a part of campaigns that have, they've taken the knee during the national anthem. See, to me, what this comes down to, Jules, is it feels like censoring, and that's the problem that I have with it. We, why are we telling people that we live in a society where you can have freedom of speech when you really can't? When I got to request mm-hmm. permission from you to wear a shirt because it has a message that's not uh, neutral in your eyes. See, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get with that. Now I know that some people will say. Oh, you know, it's a business, uh, jewels and prayers, mm-hmm. and that type of stuff happens. You know, when you sign a contract, you got to abide by the guidelines. Yeah, all well mm-hmm. and fun. Mm-hmm. But me personally, I'm not signing no damn contract with a place that I can't be me. And the fact of Lewis Hamilton and some of these other guys, hey, I know they got to go make a living. But that would make me think about, hey, is there someone else, is there another company out here that I can fucking go drive? That's not going to try to censor me and they're going to make me not be 
outspoken on things that, that I feel like need to be spoken about. Because after George Floyd passed, there were a lot of people, not just the Formula One, the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, all over. People were speaking out on things. And I know there was a, a wider amount of people out here. They didn't like that shit. They didn't like the messaging. They didn't mm -hmm. like the stuff that was being put out there on the field or the different playing services. They didn't like that shit. They didn't like that shit on the helmets. And I always wonder, I'm like, why are they so upset with some words on the field? Why why that, why that matter to y'all so bad? You don't care about uh, FedEx uh, advertisement being all over the field, but, you know, people say in racism is fucking ending your whole life. It's like, why, why are you so upset? <laughs> Screw that off the field. <laughs> like, off the field right, right. now. Right. I don't like politics. Oh, but you like the game being corporate? Because every time I look around, 50,000 commercials when you're trying to watch a game or you, you're in the stadium, advertisements everywhere. You're okay with that, though, huh? See, people, oh, yeah, boy, they don't want to be, they don't, well, they don't want to be uh -oh. going in. It's holidays. <laughs> I ain't going to go in, but yeah, listen, people need to just keep it 100. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I mean, if you see some in racism, if that bother you, then obviously you're a racist. <laughs> I mean, it'd be simple fact. I mean, simple fact of matter. If that bothers you, it racism, then obviously you need to look in the mirror. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the thing is about 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 people, man. We, we all got different different political uh, political uh, uh, views and opinions, and grew up, uh, yeah, ideologies, and and we grew up differently, and that's what make us that's what make us unique and and and, and beautiful. Because we come with different, you know, with different swag, you know, but it has to be, you know, it can't be hate speech. That's the thing. And I think people get caught up with freedom of speech and hate speech. Mm -hmm. and, and as soon as a lot of people get, as soon as people can, can differentiate the new and understand the, the two, there's a difference. Now, what Lewis had promoted and what other drivers have promoted is not hate speech. It's speech of love. It's, it's speech of love. It's love speech. It's not hate speech. And, but you get people out there who just blinded by the fact of, oh no, it's bringing division this and, and, and we don't want to see that. And stuff. Instead of looking at it for what it is, it's like, no, like you said, praise, it brings awareness. It brings, it brings love. It's not, not to tear you down. It's to bring people up. It's bring people together. As soon as people, as soon as the, the big wigs understand that, I understand it is a business. They want to keep the business going. They want to get them dollars in their pockets. And you also, you plan for your, the demographics of people. Now, in racing, I don't know. I've never been to a racing event, prayers, but I, I mean, I've seen some on TV, and the demographics is pretty much, I mean, it's pretty much a lot, a lot of whites, right? I, I don't yeah, know. It's, it's, yeah, it's not a lot of us. You know what? My cousin, <laughs> he, he, he's all into that NASCAR stuff, and he'd be down there in Alabama uh -huh. and all that stuff. And I remember he used to tell me, he was like, man, he said they're cool during the race time, but he said sometimes they'll say, hey, man, uh, you might want to get out of here a little early, man, and uh, get out of here before mm. it gets dark. And I'm sitting up here like, why yeah. the hell I want to be somewhere? You give me these type of heads right. up, right? No, nah, I'm, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I don't like nothing that damn much at all. No, no, MJ, you be careful out there, MJ. Yeah, he all into that stuff. He love that race. He love that. He love that race. But see, Mike Michael Jordan got yeah. the people. He'll be all right. Me, uh, -uh. Yeah. I, I ain't putting myself in them type of situations, Jules. No, sir. Oh. No, Prez, you, you know, you good too, man. <laughs> <laughs> they, they gonna be like, nah, nah, not this one. 
<laughs> we throw him back. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like that's like that's like Marshawn Lynch or somebody. Like, nah, you ain't, a lot of people ain't messing with Marshawn Lynch. That's the same thing no, with Prince. Ain't no, nobody no, going. No, no. no, Marshawn Lynch different. He different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> and I respect that shit too. Uh, I respect it. <laughs> but hey, Jules, man, before we get out of here, man, let's get all this little something, something, something. So. We want to end our Christmas-related content. And this has been dope. Jewel, I've enjoyed these episodes. I've enjoyed the space oh, yeah. that we've done on this Christmas content. It's been really cool. And all this, I might have to add, very creative what we've been doing. You may not think so, but I think it is. But, Jules, you want to go ahead and kick this off on the Christmas movie message that has resonated with you the most in your life? Oh, man. You know what, Prez? I'm... It's an oldie, but good, but a goodie. Uh, it's a wonderful life. Ooh, I know I talked about it before, man. Um, uh, uh, nineteen forty-six classic. Uh, you got James Stewart, uh, played George, uh, George Bailey, and he runs a bank. Oh, you got a Scrooge character. I forgot the dude's name, but he's still in the money, and George couldn't pay the pay the people in the bank. So he was going through trials and tribulation. He was feeling bad and, and he wanted to commit uh, suicide. He wanted to commit suicide. But something happened where, where he didn't. He had a guardian angel to uh, show him a life where he wasn't never born. And with that, what he was seeing, his brother Frank, where we thought his brother Frank, who was out in the war, he ended up dying. Uh, his wife was was working as a maid. Just people around him was was living bad because there wasn't a George. So he felt that. So what he was shown that he wasn't a hindrance or he didn't bring nobody bring nobody down. He made he made them up. He brought them up, and he made their their lives better as well of him being around because you know his him and his wife have a beautiful uh, family a house and. You know, cars, whatever the case may be. His his brother in a, was was a hero in World War One. Um, the, the 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 town and the, and the city he was at was successful. So, man, he come to come to find out. And then at the, the at the end of the movie, where everybody always hear that saying when he held his daughter in his arm and that bell was ringing, and she was like, "Yeah, daddy." Every time the bell ring, an angel get his wings. So his guardian angel ended up getting uh ended up getting his wings at the end, and um. I thought that was Wonderful Life was a a, a great Christmas movie with a great message at the end. Like no matter what uh, going on in your life, whatever whatever was going on in your life, you always here for a purpose. And you know, and that was George's purpose. Uh, when you know, far as for everybody in his circle, was it, was to drive and be and 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 have a, a better life because because he was around. So I thought that I thought Wonderful Life was a, a good example of that. You, you know what, Jules? That's a good one, man. Because the, every time I watch that movie, man, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. It's uh, your boy Prez tear up when I watch it. You know what I mean? It, it always pulls at my little heartstrings. I, I remember the scene that you're talking about, man, when he's at that bridge, right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. praying, right. It was cold too. Yep. <laughs> but. That to me, in that moment, when he was contemplating doing that, think about the stuff that we talked about on this show this season. 
when people mm-hmm. are at a crossroads in their lives. Mm-hmm. A movie like this resonates to me because it's a deeper message in this movie. Sometimes people don't realize, man, the difference that they make in the lives of others. And George, this guy, man, he was bold. He had a lot of ideas. He had a lot of plans, right? But as his movie and as his character developed in the movie, Jules, his life ended up going differently than he imagined it was go. That he imagined it was going to go when he was a kid reading them little magazines that he used to read, right? And so mm-hmm. this is a really good one, man. I think that a lot of times the people that are struggling out here, they go through life thinking that no one sees them. We see you. Yeah. Sometimes people feel like they're forgotten and overlooked. No, we see you. You're not overlooked. And I think that a movie like this resonates with me just because of those same ideas that we see in people right now that are struggling. This is a hell of a movie. And I just think that George Bailey, his story reminds people that they matter because he mattered. And look at the difference that he made in that that movie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) And if you haven't seen it, watch that movie. I know it's a black and white, uh, but it's excellent. It's an excellent movie. Classic. It's 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 a good movie. It is a classic. Well, it's it's definitely more than worth the the watch. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people they can't get into the classes. I love them classic movies, man. I just love them. The only thing I just wished, you know, the world was different back then. So you know, maybe people that look like me and Jules in the movies, other than maybe cooking and cleaning and doing that kind of stuff. But you know, I'm not going to take away from the movie for the rest of y'all. But that's the only thing that I, my only uh, regrets with those type of movies. But whatever. My Christmas message that resonated with me the most comes from, and don't laugh on us, it's the Muppet oh. Christmas Carol. Hey, okay. Press. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife, she loved the Muppets. Oh, see? That's why me and wife, man. Man. That's good. Me, you know, me and her, we St. Elizabeth grads, you know what I'm saying? So she, she gets it. She understands. <laughs> and sister-in-law. But no, man, Muppet Christmas Carol, one of my personal favorites. And as the wife knows, it features the Muppets, right? Mm-hmm. And when I was coming up, man, this was like one of the movies that we watched every Christmas, every Christmas, every Christmas. And... <laughs> It's Scrooge, man, for me. Like, just seeing how he had that conversion in his life and his approach, right? Because everybody knows harsh, mean, selfish, grouchy, all that bullshit, right? But in this movie, you see over time how his heart softens up, Jules, how he begins to care for poor people, how he does right for the people in his office Mm. and becomes very generous, right? So that resonates with me because I kind of feel like in these times, We should never give up on difficult people in our lives. There's some people out here in this world that sometimes they're going through shit. Sometimes, hey, that person may be, you know, (laughs) in the midst of hell and you never know. So you may see that person, you're like, man, he be acting crazy or he got this going on and man, do be out there. But you just never know, right? Sometimes you just got to hang in there with some people. You know what I mean? Because there's always hope for people. And we got to keep that top of mind. I think sometimes, man, we're very quick to to dismiss people. You know, Mm -hmm. I've been like that in the past. 
Mm, and okay. I'm trying to be better about that. I'm trying to have more grace for people in this world, Jules. As I get older, I just try to have a little bit more patience for folks. Now, I don't have patience for stupidity. That's a difference, audience. But oh, if, there's, yeah. somebody, if yeah. there's somebody in this world that, hey, you know what? They may be a little, a little rough around the edges. That's okay. Mm -hmm. We can work with that. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because you never know. You never, you never know. Prez, I'm going to say something, man. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I, I don't remember anything about it. Well, uh, me and the wife here are judging you are very disappointed, Jules. <laughs> I have to go back and, and look at it because it's been such a long time. I remember. I, I remember uh, Channel 11 used to play old Muppet shows. Of course. Uh, man, I haven't seen the Muppets in a long time, which so... Love Actually and the Muppets, I have to watch, Perez. Jules, we've been hearing that on Love Actually for a year. <laughs> so we'll see. But no. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I got you. Hey, as soon as I watch, I'm going to hit you up too, man. All right, my man. I'll probably be watching it too because I'm going to try to fire that circle up when I get back to town. Audience, please pray for your okay. boy, man, and I make it back to Chicago in one piece. <laughs> God, I'm worried about this drive. I don't usually get like this, man, but and this is why I don't watch the news, Jules, because watching the news, now they got me all nervous. I'm like, why am I nervous? I grew up in the Midwest. I've driven in snow before. There you go. But they, but you know what? They hype this thing all up, talking about some blowing snow and whiteout conditions. I'm sitting up here like, damn, whiteout? <laughs> yeah, the visibility. You can't see five feet in front of you. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, well, shit, that ain't good for me. Well... <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no, one good thing about the Midwest, man, we on it, man. Them trucks be out there, them salt, them salt, the, they, they plow, they, they, they throwing them salts out there on the streets. So you good, man. And plus, press you, man, you in that, you in that, what you driving now? Well, you know, I, I got, last a, little, season, I got a little baby SUV, little baby SUV. That's <laughs> it, baby. Last, last season was, was the Maserati and the season before was the Porsche. Now nah, it must be, man. Must be like a like a like a Ferrari truck or something. Who knows? No oh, man, I got I got I got a, I got a key over here, man. <laughs> you know what? My my hey man, them kids, man. Well, they they snatch them kids, but they came up a long way, man. They got some, bro. Because remember when they first came out, people used to trash them. Like, man, what kind of car is this shit? Right now, right. Hey, them kids, they actually decent, bro. Man, tell you rides and all that. Dude, hey. Yeah. Man, they didn't step the game up. Hey, I'll get one of them before I get a Tesla. Okay. I you know, I ain't never been in a Tesla. I, I rode it twice, both uh Uber rides. Uh once in Vegas oh. and once in Milwaukee. They're pretty cool. How was it? It was cool. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like the the, the the front of it, the the guy was saying they have like the self driving mode, but I was like, don't don't do that one. I, I don't I don't want to do that. But he was like, yeah, it's got all kind of cool modes. He's he has like a it's like a big tablet in the front. It, it's it's all decked out mm. tech wise. It's, it's cool. I couldn't figure out how to get in the motherfucker, man, because you know how we have our door handles. You got to push in the door handle, and it's like a little lever that pulls, and you grab the lever, and it opens the door. It's all weird. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Future, future, futuristic. Huh? <laughs> Shit, I was at one where the lady was like, I'll just open the door for you. She pushed a button and it opened the door. I'm like, 
Okay, I see what you did there. I was like, this is crazy. I told her, I was like, I don't Wait want to sit in here. I don't want to mess nothing up. <laughs> he said, it's too, it's too, it's too high tech. Like, I don't want to. Yeah, too nice for me. <laughs> Look, I'm a simple yeah. man. I'm a simple man with a simple drink. That's all. There you go. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. That's too <laughs> yeah. I, I'm with you, man. I don't want much. I don't need much. I don't need much. Car to car to drive themselves? Nah. nah. I don't need that. <laughs> nah, I don't trust that shit. I'm too much of a control freak. Too much mm-hmm. of a control freak. That car stopped driving. Like, uh uh-uh. I drive this car. You don't drive this car for me, computer system. What you think you're doing? I'm the man around here. See, that's how toxic I am. I'm so toxic, <laughs> I would get mad at the damn computer system for driving me somewhere. Nope. Said, See, I know myself. I, I know myself. I'll be arguing over control of the car. Oh, man. Until that one day you're like real tired, you're like, oh, yeah, self-drive mode, please. Back to the house. <laughs> I wonder if I would ever trust that, though. Well... Because I hear about a lot of them getting into accidents. I'm like, I just, I don't know. Like, what if that thing think it sees something and all of a sudden it just takes a left turn into another car? You're like, wait a minute. Ooh, man, you talking about a rude awakening. <laughs> See? See, I don't know if I'm ready for the future yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, sir. I can wait for the Jetsons lifestyle. Let that be for the next generation. I'm good. Keep me down here. Oh, flying cars? Nah. People don't know how to drive. People don't know how to. People don't know how to drive. Then talking about mm-hmm. flying cars. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's the thing. The Justin glamorized that shit. They ain't never show us no accidents. Uh-uh. You die right. if you get into an accident up there. It's a glamorized, right? And you got to fall down. T- oh, uh, uh-uh. uh, uh, uh. No, no, no. No, I'm all right. Keep me down here. I'm good. But mm-hmm. when everybody start going up to the sky, I'm like, all right, I'm good down here. I'm just going to ride this earth thing out. Y'all enjoy up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said y'all enjoy up there. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. It's been real. It's been nice getting to know you, but I'm going to stay down here. I'm going to be one of them, uh, be one of them house slaves from back in the day. Like, no, nah, I'm good over here with Master. Master been good to me. That's how I'm going to be <laughs> up the earth. Master been good. Oh, I'll be, talk, I'll be over here talking about we and us. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, we good here. And we both. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, y'all going to get from around here now. Right. Yeah. Y'all go fly. Go fly somewhere. <laughs> go fly. Go fly somewhere, man. But audience, uh, we, we mm-hmm. definitely appreciate you guys so much this season. Keep those letters coming in. I know Jules and I... We're making comments about those. We're going to start doing two letters an episode just to catch up. But keep them coming in. We're going to keep reading them off. We appreciate your continued support, the engagement with the show. This Christmas holiday, I've talked about how it's been a bit of a struggle for me. But getting on this podcast every week with my boy Jules, this shit means something to me. It means something that when you guys write into us to ask our thoughts on certain things. That's something that I don't take lightly. It means the world to me. And every time I turn this damn microphone on and get into this little studio, I'm humbled. I'm humbled that people care enough to tune into a show and listen to what, a, what two guys from the south side of Chicago think and feel on any sort of particular thing. When they write these letters in, Jules, people are talking about heartfelt things that they're dealing with in their lives. 
and they want to know what Jules and Prince think. Man, that means the world to me. Stuff like that keeps me going. Hmm. And that's not an ego topic. That's just being humbled by the fact that someone cares enough what we think. Because honestly, Jules, a lot of times people, when they podcast, man, they, they take it to their heads. It goes to their head. They think they're gods. Man, me and Jules are still just two guys that fire up a microphone once a week and just try to have a good conversation to catch up. So with that being said, happy holidays. We appreciate y'all. On to 2023. Happy holidays. Jules, go to hit up with that curtain call, bro. Prayers, this current call goes out to Project Onward. Project Onward helps artists with disability get the recognition they deserve for their talent. This nonprofit provides gallery and studio space for people of all ages, with emphasis on adults who have developmental disability or who are impacted by mental illness. To support this organization, you can set up a single donation, establish a monthly gift, or designate a Project Onward as your Amazon Smile organization of choice here. There are also opportunities to volunteer. Project Onward, present I am pulling back the curtain podcast family. Would like to definitely salute you for all your hard work. Yes, sir, in this holiday season, audience, as we've been talking to you guys about, the more we could do to, to help out some of these organizations. And like I said, it don't have to always just be money. There's things we could do to, to lend a hand. So if, if you guys would love to work with that organization, Project Orwell would definitely be very grateful for any support that any of our listeners could extend to them. As always, we appreciate your continued support of this platform. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain podcast. Happy holidays and thanks for listening.